I'm recording. I'm recording. Start it okay. when you're ready. So we're not going to have a lead-in or anything? Well, I can't think of a lead-in. You're usually the one who thinks of stuff like that. Okay, what can we talk about? Uh, our no, our, our lead-in will be thinking it. about the lead-in. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's great radio. It's really good. Welcome to the Top Ten Perspective. <laughs> Alright, uh, okay, so you just wanted us to do it traditional then, or what? Yeah, just just start, say, welcome to Top Down Perspective, bring it in, introduce each, each of us, and I'll just, I won't use the, uh, it'll be like old style Top Down Perspective. Okay. <clears throat> Three, two, one. Hey everybody, welcome to the Top Ten Perspective. I'm your host this week, Jonathan. I'm here as usual with Sean. Hello. Nathan can't make it today because he's house-sitting? Yes, and he has terrible internet. And he just couldn't go home for an hour or two and talk to us on Skype or anything. I guess not. Or come to your house and record, or anything else. I don't think we could. E- I, th- I don't think we can even do it near each other without... Separate computers because we're using Skype. Yeah, I guess. And I have a he- and I have a headset. Doesn't, you know, he doesn't have a laptop. What am I thinking? No, he doesn't. I do. Like he could have used my laptop, but then he'd have to be in a different room, and that's just kind of weird. Just kind of yell at each other from across the house. Yeah. So what games did you play? That's how it gone. Yeah. So yeah, he's not here this week. So just th- it's weird because usually I'm the one who's not here. You are, yeah, this is the first time he's not here. And last week was the first time I wasn't, but what happened with that? Um, we did a recording for last week, and Nathan's mic was basically, he was basically chewing on his mic the entire podcast. That's what it sounds like. Great. Yeah. My recording came out fine, Dustin's recording, because we had Dustin on, his came out fine, and then Nathan's, every time someone else talked, you could hear their echo, and every time he talked, he pretty much blew into his mic. Awesome. So his was just like picking up way too much or something? Yeah, like I could have I I went through about half an hour of it and I, I removed as much as I could, but still like every time he was on you hear like <laughs> So it's well, either I completely silenced great. Nathan or just scrapped it. So Okay, all right. Well, hopefully we can get that fixed in the future. Yeah. Because we're going to have to. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to get him a better headset or something. Exactly. Exactly. Alright, so, you've been out for a while, but have you played any games lately? Okay, yeah, so I was on a trip, and I played a lot of Legendary Starfy. Really? Yeah, well, I needed to pick, uh, pick up something. So I was like, I haven't played this yet, and I was interested in it. Okay, so how was it? Uh, It's really easy... Like really easy, and I figured it would be like a bit harder of a platformer. One thing that okay, one thing that really stuck out to me is it's <clears throat> so you're a starfish, and because of that, you pl- you are really good at swimming. So the entire game is underwater, 
and underwater levels always suck. <laughs> so for the entire time, in order to swim fast, because you always want to swim fast, your choice is swim fast or walk, and walk is way too slow. So you're always holding down B for the entire game. And that's just stupid. There's no like option setting to make that forced or anything. No, and no, there's not. And you should have. They should have just let like swim fast be the default because there is no one who will ever want to just walk. Nobody. So that was just stupid. You couldn't even um, double tap in the different direction to go. What do you like, mean? You know, like double tap to run. Oh no, you can't. Oh, that sucks. It's like a little kids game. Well, I guess. Which I didn't know. I thought it, I thought it was like. An average, like I thought it was kind of going to be like a Mario, but no, this is for, like for kids. It, it's like Kirby. It's like easier Kirby, apparently. See, I didn't know that. I thought it was just like cutesy, like Kirby, because it's really huge in Japan. Right? Yeah, it's like the fourth or fifth Starfy game. Right, and the first one for America. That's kind of why I really wanted to play. It was I heard it had such a huge following in Japan, so I wanted to see what was what it all, blah, what it all was all. I can't say that at all. I just wanted to see what it was about. There we go. Um. And for some reason, it's I just it is boring. It's a really boring game. Did you beat it though, or did you just get I'm, too bored? I I, I kind of got too bored. Like I could I could go back. Like I'm halfway through it, and I could go back and like I'm assuming there's eight worlds because I'm on world four, and the whole area is set up for like world one 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 two like that. But um, so I'm in world four, four or three. I think it's four, and I just don't want to play any more of it. Like it, each level, I can you can basically just blitz through completely, and you may miss out on getting some of the treasure chests. But it's just it's a really boring game, and I did not find it fun at all. That kind of sucks. I kind of want to pick it up at some point and try it out. But if it's that easy, I'm sure I'm just gonna blitz through it. Right, and like you won't even have fun easy because there's like nothing different. Literally, because you're underwater the whole time, you're just holding B and directing yourself to the right. There's like. No enemies to worry about, or there are like power ups. There are enemies. There's no power ups, but there are enemies, and they do like they'll hurt you. And you have you start off with five hearts, and each time you take damage, you lose an entire heart. But there's there are so many like what the equivalent of a coin is, and coins regenerate your health. There are so many of those that it doesn't matter if you get hurt. And it literally like on the first boss, it literally got to the point like it's so easy. I was standing beside the boss doing my spin attack, and the boss just kept walking into me. So what you're saying is you're going to just speed run the game. You could, you could, but it would be a, a mind numbing because that's how boring it is. <laughs> but and apparently there's co-op though, which I couldn't try because I didn't have someone else. But maybe that would have been way cool. So I don't, I don't know. But overall, not a huge fan of it. Anyway, also what I was playing, I got a review copy of Crackdown Two. Ooh, so you got it free. Nice dance, by the way. Yeah, I no did. one can see that at home, but... Uh, well, you know, whatever. It's a great game. Like, I'm really enjoying it. I've read a couple of, like, like tidbits of reviews, like, preview reviews, and pe- a lot of people are saying, like, it's just too much like the first game, but I'm okay with that, because I love the first game. I love that game. It's my favorite open-world game, Crackdown 1. I've still actually yet to Crackdown play either of them. I don't think you... Like, at this point, you don't need to play Crackdown 1 because the stories don't go together at all. Uh, And Crackdown 2, it's basically the same thing, but with a cool art style and just kind of fixed a bunch of stuff. The driving is a lot better. And it's just great. Hunting for agility orbs throughout the entire city. 
See, I always hate those finding hidden item things, though. Right, these ones aren't hidden, though. They're they're glowing. They're kind of like uh, the infamous-style crystals, where you can like, click in, and you'll send out a sonar and see where they are. Okay. So they're there for you to just get, but because the whole city's built like a city with different... Uh, Areas, uh, sizes, sizes of buildings was what I wanted to mm -hmm. say. You literally can't jump high enough to get on top of some stuff, so you need to collect a bunch of the lower ones in order to get to the higher ones, and so on and so on. So it's actually really cool. Does Ginky keep track of how many you found in each area, or is it like infamous and it's like there's the 300 in this area, go find them? Because that's one oh, thing that pissed me I, off I about infamous. I don't know, because I haven't looked into the Infamous's collection, because normally I don't go for all these ones, but it's cracked down, and I'm going to be spending a ton of time with it, so I figured I should try for a bunch. Um, so I don't know if it splits up the areas. Then again, I haven't really come across... I'm not far enough into the game where they're like giving me specific names for each area. At least I haven't noticed anything like that, because I think I'm still in like the first uh, section of the game. So I'm not 100% sure yet. It does like count how many you have out of the 500, but I don't know about uh, breaking it down to making it easier to find things. Alright, well that's still kind of cool. So would you recommend it so far? Or? So far, definitely. And they have, like, it's it's kind of funny, and they have tons of co-op support. Like, there are specific orbs you can only collect because they need to be online multiplayer orbs, which I don't know what those get get you, but I need to try that. But because it's a review copy, none of my friends have the game yet. When is it out? Is it already out, or it'll be out tomorrow? I guess we should say it's a, uh, it's Monday the sixth, fifth. It's the fifth, yeah. so it'll be out tomorrow. Okay. I'm actually getting a second copy. You had a pre-order, didn't you? Yeah, I'll, I'll explain this. So I picked up trans, picked up Transformers just before I left, and that game's okay. I just kind of got bored with it, just because nothing really exciting happens. Um, but anyways, that was that was weeks ago that I was playing that, um, and I didn't get very far. I think I got to like chapter three or four, and that was one of Walmart's uh, forty dollar games. So I picked that up, and then um, EB Games it has those power trades where you get fifty percent more. So I just traded in Transformers for Crackdown, made a twenty dollar profit, and got myself a second copy. I think that one I'm actually uh, giving to Nathan to hang on to the for the week, so he can play with me. But uh. It's also the gameplay guarantee, so you can return it within the seven days and get full credit back. Okay, so basically you're gaming the system. How I'm not gaming the system at all. You bought a $40 game, and then you get a $60 yeah. game, and then you're getting 70 back? It's actually a $70 game. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, I, I guess I am making a profit on that Transformers, but whatever, I played them both. And besides... I really want to play some co-op. I guess there is no easier way than to buy the game for someone else. Yeah, there you go. Now, as long as you can get Nathan Though to stop he... playing stuff like Saints Row 1. Is that what he's been doing? Uh, no, Saints Row 2, I think. But yeah, he's been playing that. That's what he did last week. Oh, that's right. Before I left, he's like, I've been playing Saints Row 2, and I, I couldn't understand really why. That game is mad, old, and just weird. Oh, whatever. You know I whatever, have no it's kind of funny. people playing old games. I guess, you're right. You're right. I just have a, sl a smaller problem with it. Anyway, so that's really all I've been playing. I have a ton of games I have to play, because I went and bought a bunch, but what have you been playing? Oh boy, I actually got to play a bunch this time around. Uh, right. 
I'm trying to remember now. <laughs> Played uh, Super Mario Advance. Okay. Yeah, so Mario 2 uh, on the Game Boy Advance. It was a launch show for the Game Boy Advance. I ended up beating it in full the other day. Right, okay, okay. I've played it. Alright, uh, what else? Wait, wait, I, is that the one where you can play as four different characters? Yeah, where you play as Mario, Luigi, Toad, and Princess. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just making sure I remember the right Yeah, one. I didn't know... I think I always liked Toad. You liked Toad? Wasn't his always thing like you were really strong? Yeah, he was super strong, but like everyone I know oh, no, always wait. played uh, Princess. I was going to say, Peach is definitely uh, the one, because she could, she could glide. Yeah, Peach was basically the, the queen of that game. Alright. Well, it's just easier with her. Yeah, I didn't know... I thought, I, when I heard about the game, I knew there was all these extra red coins you could pick up. So, because okay. uh, the original Mario 2, which I also own, is you just go through the game, but in the advanced version, they added in all these coins you can pick up. So, all right. I thought, okay, I you get this. them all, maybe to unlock some little extra feature. Then they unlock right. what they call the Yoshi Challenge, where you have 40 oh, Yoshi okay. eggs that are hidden throughout the levels that you have to find. Alright, are they easy to find? or uh, like Sort of. Basically, in the game, okay. you have like this potion that takes you to the subcon, that's the alternate world where you find the power-ups and all that. And they're all okay. they're hidden through levels in that zone, so they're, they're a pain to find most of the time. That sucks. Also, if you die in the level, you have to redo the entire stage because you lose the Yoshi eggs. But the game doesn't put you back at the first checkpoint. So in certain levels, you'll get to the boss, accidentally die, and then you have to redo the entire stage because it, the checkpoint puts you right back at the boss fight, but you've lost all the eggs. Oh man! Can and you, can you run backwards, or does the screen? Uh, the certain like the boss fights, they throw you in a room that you can't leave. Oh right. Yeah, certain stages you can run back and get them, but sometimes it's harder to run back than it is to run forward. Okay. That seems like... I guess I could see that, yeah. yeah. That sucks! Yeah. And did uh, you do that? Did you get them all? Yeah, yeah, I finished them all last night. Okay. And, it's and every level has these Yoshi eggs? Every level has two Yoshi eggs, and there's 20 levels. Oh, okay, sorry. I thought it was 40 per level. Oh, no. God, I'd go crazy for that. Yeah, but I can still see you doing that. Yeah, that's besides the point. All right. What else? Uh, I played. I Zone of the Enders, the Fist of Mars for the Game Boy Advance. Okay, so I don't know what I don't know what this is as I don't know what this is at all, but I've heard you talking about it a bunch. Yeah. Um. You never played Zone of the Enders on the PS2? No. Uh, Zone of the Enders on the PS2 was basically a, a third-person action game made by Kojima, the guy behind Metal Gear. Right. So you flew around in a spaceship, you shot lasers, you could rip out beams from the wall and beat the crap out of people. It was a really cool action game, and there was a sequel as well, which was even better, and had multiplayer and all that. Okay. Uh, then they made a bunch of anime series, and then they made a Game Boy Advance game, which was actually a turn-based strategy game. Okay. So what you did in the game was it's kind of like Fire Emblem. You sent your units out, and you just got in battle, stuff like that. But the way the game worked was that it had when you got in a fight, you could optionally use this uh, evasion system. So it went first person from the cockpit of the suit, and you used the targeting system to try to uh, hit the opponent. 
Like they'd be flying around and you had to try to lock onto them. Okay. You could, you could get critical attacks and like make sure you hit with them, but at the same time you could also evade any attacks. It was a cool feature, but it was broken beyond belief. Uh, case in point, I had <laughs> great. I had one fight where uh, the enemy actually had a hundred percent hit rate on me, and I evaded it. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And conversely, I had a one percent hit chance, and I hit them. So. Basically, yeah, well, that still means there's a chance. I know, but I mean, uh, when you have a hundred percent hit chance and they still miss, it's just horrible. Yeah, that yeah, that one doesn't work, but the one percent does. Yeah, but I don't know. It was really fun. I beat it the other, or I beat it for last week's podcast, and then I started working on the bad ending. Is it so? Th- there's two endings. Yeah, but the uh, the way that you choose between the good ending and bad ending is really arbitrary. Uh, there's okay. one there's one point in the game where you're introduced to these new characters. They just kind of show up out of nowhere when you're breaking into a base. So okay. uh, you decide. Uh, you go out to help them, and then uh, you start fighting these enemies. And depending on how many enemies you destroy, if you destroy more enemies than they do, you get the good ending. If you destroy less enemies than them, you get the bad ending. The problem is you, you're you never told that this is what decides the ending. And the only way you know that the storyline changes is the fact that one of the characters says, we won, or you won, or you lost, depending on how many enemies you killed. After you do the mission, okay. these these characters never show up again for the rest of the game. Great. So literally, they just show up, and then that decides if you're going to get a good or bad ending, and then they disappear. That's that seems really that seems really odd. It, it is. It's. Can you like redo the level if you after you, you finished it? Um, no. You have to have a save file there, which thankfully I did. Okay. Okay. I, I I went to look at a guide to see how many stages there were when I was playing the game earlier, and then I found out there was the good ending, bad ending. So I read how to get it. So I had a save point put in the right spot. Okay. But that's good then. Yeah. All right. So there, yeah, there's multiple files you can have. Yeah, I think there's like 15 save files you can have. Okay. Which for a Game Boy game is a lot. That is. I'm always confused why they, like, so often they give you a thousand save files. I'm sure someone out there like, actually I'm, uses them all. I guess. I know a few people who literally every time they get to a new save point, they do is a different slot. But that, I find that's just a total waste of space, especially when it's on like a 360 game. You're just throwing away hard drive space. Well, saves don't usually take up that much space. Usually they're... But when, like, if, for an example, like Tales of Asperia, you get to like 99 of them. <laughs> well, it's, it's like old that's, RPGs, that's... like Final Fantasy. Right, but, like, I just, okay, I guess my main point was with Vesperia, why is there 99 save files? Who's going to use that many? You might have 98 other friends who want to play at your house. You just invite them over for an RPG party. And each one of them is going to go through it on their own time. Yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, this is your your Vesperia hour, this is your Vesperia hour. Yeah, and they come over, like, 900 times. Exactly. You're right, that's probably the audience. <laughs> uh, what else have I played? Uh, I got to play some Blur. Right, did you add me as the rival? Yeah, I did. 
Okay, because I think I got a notification about that. Or no, no, I saw that you had gotten that achievement, and I re remembered, oh, I guess I have to do that, and then I just didn't get around to it. So I gotta go do that. It's like ten points or something you get, right? Five or ten, yeah. Five or ten, yeah. It took right. me a while to actually find been... the option, though. That was what freaked me out. Where's the option? I don't even remember anymore. I think it was in, like, uh, single-player leaderboards, friend leaderboards. Like, it was in a... That doesn't seem like... It, it was in a be... spot where it should have been. That seems like... The leaderboards? That sounds like where it should But have then they been. had, like, there's an option actually for, like, rivalries and friend lists. Well, that could just be, like, after you, you've made a bunch of rivals, no. that's where they go. Well, like, I don't know, they show everyone on your friends list and how many, if they're your rival and how many rivalry matches you've had. Okay. So, like, that would have been the most logical spot for me. Okay. I guess the real question is... Am I doing way better than you every time you finish a race? Um, actually, I think s rather half and half, or I've got a few more on you. Damn it! All right, that game's hard, eh? Yeah, I I have have never done so bad at a racing game in my life. Right? How far are you? Um, I'm not too far. I'm only in the second set. Okay, because I finished the second set. And the third set is where it it got to the point where I was like, I just can't, I can't do this. This is way too hard. And it was like the first one of the third set, and I was just like, I'm, I have to put this down for a bit. Have you tried it in the online? Yeah, actually, um, I ended up winning my. Th the online's where it's yeah, at, the online's right? super fun. I ended up winning my third race in a pink truck. All right, that's well, pretty good. It's an achievement. <laughs> oh, you're right. I saw that you had that one as well, and I didn't know how to do that one either. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to do that one, but you win it. You yeah, win it's, it's kind of great going into the online and coming across like level like. 40 guys, and then just being able to beat them at level 1. Well, yeah, like, uh, the perks are the, really the only thing that kind of differentiate your cars. Right, right. Do you, which, do you remember which perks you were using? Uh, I didn't unlock the perks until after I won that race. So I was still level 1 oh, at the okay. time, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you only played, like, the one I, race? I played three races. Okay. And I think I unlocked so perks by, like, the second or third race. I can't remember which. Oh, okay, yeah. I guess, I guess you have to get to, like, level 2 or whatever it is. Yeah, I like how you can unlock more perks, but I'm just using kind of the default set at the moment. So, like, more fans so you level yeah. up faster and stuff like that. That's what that's one one of the ones I have. Yeah, I'm just using default ones as well. I'm not sure if you actually can customize You can, actually. I'm sure you must be you able can. to. Okay. Maybe, I wonder what level you have to be, because I think I'm, like, level 10 or something right now. Um, I think some of the perks are really high up. Okay. Like in the in the high tens or twenties, so it does show you what All level right. it is for each perk that you can unlock though. Oh, okay. So go to your I like go to your perk setting or whatever the heck they're called in the game. Mod I think they're called mods in the game. Yeah, go to that menu and it'll and try to pick a mod and you'll see a screen at the bottom that shows all the mods you can choose from and and it'll say all the levels that the next ones are unlocked at. Okay. Alright, aside from that, uh, last night I played Bullet Witch. <laughs> I used to own Bullet Witch. I don't own it, my girlfriend does, but uh, she, for some reason she wants me to play games when she wants to go to sleep. So, what? Yeah, she finds it easier to fall asleep if I'm there playing a game for some reason. So, I pulled out All Bullet right. Witch and started playing. That game sucks. It's not bad. No, that game is really bad. And it's hard. 
Not really. I only died twice. Once was because I was stupid, and the second... Actually, no, both times is because I was just acting like an idiot. How far did you get? Stage three. Is that the one where you... Okay, the farthest I got, I think you were... I was underground, or I was in a base or something like this? Yeah, that's stage three. Okay, and I stopped there because it's stupid. And it's only a six-stage now, game. Apparently, it's really short. Well, watch out, because if you play 15 hours of that game, you're going to get a 99-point achievement. Mm-hmm. And the only way to get that one-point achievement that's in the game is to beat it on super insane hard mode. I know, I love it. That's part of the reason why I want to get the full 1,000, because I think that's hilarious. Are you actually going to do that? I, I didn't get the achievements on my account. I got it on her account. So are you, oh, are you going to go back and do it again? Mm, maybe. I've got a lot of other stuff I'd rather play through first. That's good, because this is going to end up being 99 Nights again. <laughs> well, the new 99 Nights is out. I could always play through that. Wait, it's out, or I, is it coming out? I think it's out. I was told it was it out. out? Oh, I gotta look this up. Are you getting it? I don't know. I'm not gonna that pay game, the full price that, for it. I only paid like five bucks for the first 99 Nights. Yeah, I was around there as well. Remember, it has one million troops. Does it? Is that like a, one of the selling points of it? Because I, I didn't look it up at all. Oh, you didn't see the, the Konami conference? Mm, no, I didn't. Oh. Did they show that? Was that one of their... Like an E3 you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, no, I did not look at that At E3, up. they had the Konami conference, and they had like a bunch of like native Japanese speakers doing the English conferences. So they were thick, talking like the thickest accents ever, and this one guy who was introducing 99 Nights 2 was just insane. Yeah, it came out June uh, 29th. I, I, I haven't checked any reviews or anything. I'm sure it's not doing that good. I'll uh, look at Metacritic, because I'm just at Games uh, Spot right now. Metacritic. Uh, I guess they're really hoping that, that 99 Nights 2 is good this time, because that first one was not. Mm. I don't even think it's the same guys working on it this time, because it was Mistwalker last time. I have no idea if it's different people, but it's it's just Dynasty Warriors. Basically, yeah. At least this one has co-op, Does from it? what I've heard. I guess that's better, but like, still, literally, you're just mashing one button. It's a hyphen. I don't know. I might rent it, considering I get some free rentals. But if I can find a place that rents it, well, I'm sure Blockbuster will have it. Like they usually, how somehow it, the user's score of it, which is the only one I can find on Metacritic, has added an 8.1. Wow. Based on 11 user votes. Oh, that's weird. Keep, okay. keep in mind that the Dynasty Warrior games have a pretty big following. I guess, but that first one was garbage. It was such garbage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and not a lot of car- love for Crackdown too. What's it at? Uh, it's seven. Like out of a hundred? Oh no, not out of. Are you ta- oh, you talking about user reviews game, or actual spread. reviews? I went to GameSpot to look at that one, but I'll look it up on Metacritic. Crackdown 2. Crackdown 2 on Metacritic is at a 71. That ain't all that hot, Chief. I'm okay with that. Whatever. People didn't like the first game, and, like, it was also kind of broken, and I loved the first one. Let's see what the first one was at. Crackdown was at... 
Oh, it was actually at an 83. So Crackdown 1 rated better? Yeah. Whatever, I'm still going to play the crap out of Crackdown 2. I'm loving it. Alright, I'll take your word for Like, I have the first one, and I'm going to play through it at some point to try it out. Don't play the co-op in the first one. It's broken. Yeah, I remember you telling me about it. Like, it just slows down like hell. Yeah, it would slow down a ton, and uh, just boss fights would not spawn for some reason. It was It's not that good, but I, I did go through it all in one day. Do you know if doing anything in Crackdown 1 unlocks anything in Crackdown 2? Nothing has come up. I did I, When I turned the game on, I did get an Avatar award, but it, when I looked at what it was, it was just a basic Crackdown shirt for my Avatar, so I'm assuming that's just for turning it on. Oh, okay. However, I, I guess I could look that up. Because I know that anyway, playing what, Crackdown in Perfect Dark unlocks a character in Perfect Dark. Isn't it? A, yeah, isn't it, I heard something about a cameo or something like that. Yeah, you uh, unlock, like a, you unlock an a, a generic clones? agent for play in Perfect Dark. Okay, alright, that's pretty cool then. Uh, what were we even talking about? <laughs> what games you've been playing? Yeah, we like, went from else? Bullet Witch to talking about 99 Nights for some reason. Oh yeah, I, yeah okay. Was, yeah, right. After right. that, uh, I played some Prince of Persia. Which the one? The 2008 one. That's a great game, right? I'm, I'm digging it, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Did, wait, is this the first time you've played yeah. it? Okay. Really good, right? Like, the art style... The, um... the art style is great. I do have some frustration with the controls, though. What? Or maybe like maybe what? not the controls, more so the uh, the prince feels like he needs has the need to jump in whatever direction he wants. Oh, I don't remember that at all. Uh, I was... Then again, I haven't played it for a long time, and I got, like, really into it. So. I know there are certain points where basically I'd do a jump, and then the prince would do the opposite of what I wanted, or he would jump at the wrong time, or something like that. Or I'd be mashing, like, the co-op jump button, and it wouldn't happen, stuff like that. Okay. Have Are you going for the achievement where you don't die, or where you die less than 100 times throughout the yeah. whole game? I'm going to try. Okay, because I, I did that as well. It's just a lot of you... Like turning the game off and restarting. I I wish the game actually tracked how many times you died, so it'd be a little easier. Just so like you could see where yeah. you're at. Okay, I I don't think that's in there. I didn't ever notice it. Did you download the epilogue? I did, and I played through that as well. How was that? Do you think it's worth it? Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely it's harder. So if you're if you're finding this one too easy, and it's kind of just more of the same, nothing really new. They, they added a new power, but it's nothing incredible or anything. Um, I did enjoy it, and it, it's mainly just if you want to hear more of the story, go through that. And it's relatively short. Okay, yeah, because I saw there's an achievement for reading the epilogue in under two hours, so... I think I did do that one. I think I, I only missed one achievement in... Both the game and the epilogue. Okay, it's probably the full combo list one. That's the one I missed in the game, and I believe the one in the epilogue was beat every single enemy before they spawn, because you can like stop them from spawning. Uh, and I don't think I got that one, because that one you basically need to be speed running. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I did that. Okay. Are you are you planning on playing the new Prince of Persia? Uh, the Forgotten Sands. 
Yeah. I'll probably get it at some point. I just don't own it right now. Okay, yeah, it's I like that one. Yeah, I would I'm not sure if it's better, but I I really enjoy that one. I think Nathan had a better time with that one. He didn't complain about it. Yeah, I watched um I watched my girlfriend play through a bunch of Forgotten Sands, so I basically know the gist of the plot. Well, yeah, usually the plot is just fight the sand creatures. Yeah, I guess, but there's always the overarching story as well. I suppose. And a lot of people were kind of get going on about how they can see how this guy... Because it's in between 1 and 2, mm-hmm. and how you, you can see him turning darker. I never once noticed that. Well, didn't you... But, what know, about the part where like I Stand Alone started playing and he just started cutting himself? You're right. There was that part. Exactly. I, I, yeah, I forgot about that one. That was the part. <laughs> that would be so dumb. That would be so dumb. Anything else? Uh, I played a bunch of N64 stuff, too. Oh, great. What'd you play? Monster Truck Madness 64. I, I have no idea what that is. Uh, it's made by Rockstar. Okay. Uh, it's so it's good. It's okay. It, it's it's dated. That's the problem. But like, uh, Monster Truck right. Madness was my, well, my it favorite. It is an N64 game. Okay. Besides that. Okay. Uh, it, Monster Truck Madness Two was my favorite computer game to play for a while when I was a kid. It, it was made by Microsoft actually. Okay. So uh, basically, you just drove around, raced in monster trucks, and you did like monster truck sumo battles on top of like small arenas. It was super fun to play online. But um, it was an N sixty four game, and it had online. No, 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 no. On the PC, it did. Uh, the N sixty four one basically added in a bunch of extra features like air hockey and pool and stuff like that. What it? This is a monster truck game, and it has pool. Yeah. Or it okay. has like air hockey, soccer. Um, there's something else I'm trying to remember. Okay, All but right. you know, it was really fun. And after it took me a while to get used to the controls again, it was pretty good. The one thing that sucked about right. starting All the right. game though was that they started you off on a stage where like it's completely pitch black outside, so you can barely see where you're driving. So the first stage was the hardest stage. Like, was that, like, an an issue, or did they, like, do that for an effect? I don't know if they did that for an effect, but it was an issue I had. Okay. So it just wasn't fun. Well, at first. After I passed the first stage, it was fine. Alright. Uh, I also play Ms. Pac-Man Maze Madness. I have no idea what that is, either. I know Pac-Man, I don't know Maze Madness. What is that? Uh, it's basically a 3D Ms. Pac-Man game. Okay, I have no, actually have not played any of the 3D Pac-Man games. Uh, I haven't played any of the Pac-Man World games, but this is kind of like a 3D one on on a 2D maze style. So it's it's still like a so maze what, game, but uh, it just looks 3D. Uh, is this like first person? You can't see. Oh no, corner? it's not like that Bomberman X Zero. <laughs> That'd be terrible. That's it's like a, you got like an almost top-down camera. You got like a isometric camera. It's it's pretty fun to play actually. Okay, that's good. But yeah, I've not heard about that. Like, what's the difference between that and the two D one? Besides it being polygonal. Um, basically, it's not just one giant map you're in. There's like some platforming elements to it. Uh, there's some puzzles you got to solve, oh, okay. stuff like that. 
Okay, that sounds okay. Like, is it good? Yeah, it's kind of fun, yeah. Um, sort of overlooked game. Alright. I can get you to, uh, You can try it out sometime if you want, once I beat it. If you really feel the need, which you probably don't, because I see that smile on your face. I, you know, don't feel the need. I just, I, you know, you saw my stack of games. I have way too much to play. Dude, you should see the stacks of games I have in my room right now. I know you have stacks of games, so I don't know why you're going back to N64. I, I can see like 30-something uh, Nintendo games, 20-something N64 games, and about 40-something Super Nintendo games sitting on my desk and floor right now. Just kind of like, why aren't you playing and, this? And, and you spend your time playing Bullet Witch. <laughs> it was for my girlfriend. Shut up. You never said that it had to be Bullet Witch. It just had to be a yeah, game. I was Okay, fine. I was curious. You're an Shut idiot. Up. Do you have a copy? Does your copy have the poster inside uh, of it? It's her copy, and I don't know. I don't own the game. Okay. Okay. Just because when... Like, I used to own it, and it had a poster inside what of it. What was the poster? I can assume. It was just, just like, the main girl standing there and, like, the moon behind her. There's all these free costumes for the game, too, and they're just, like... Yeah. Yeah. They used to not be free, actually, back when I got the game. You had to pay money for them, but on the Japanese servers, it was all free. So I was like, alright, I'll download these. Never used them, there, but... There's all these yeah. mission packs you can download for the games for the game, too. Each one is 20 points. Just now, yeah, I think there's actually a sale on it. Normally they're like 80. Uh, 20 points per pack is retarded. At that point, you might as well just be free. Right, exactly. It's it's like you're just trying to trick somebody, just being like, 20 points? That's what a great deal. Nothing's 20 points. Like an avatar piece is maybe. Oh yeah, I guess, but... I You know, I'd prefer the avatar piece. I'd get more out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. And that was a lot, so let's go into the news. Alright. News of the world. News of the world. Alright. That's the song. So, PlayStation Plus is out now. Did you end up getting right. it? What, what is PlayStation Plus, for those who don't know? PlayStation Plus is the new pay feature for uh, PlayStation Online. It gets you a bunch of extra features, and it gets you some free games. Free games? Exactly. <laughs> so much enthusiasm. <laughs> There's actually, there's actually. Did you read Penny Arcade recently? Uh, no, I didn't. There's a really good one um, where they're talking about it. I'll give you a link quickly. But um, so it's like a pay service. I guess it's trying to be a lot like uh, Xbox Live Gold, except they're not taking away multiplayer. That's the main yeah. thing, right? Um, so what you're, the only thing you're really getting is uh, like you're getting some demos earlier. I thought it was, um. On a couple games, you don't have to pay for, and you you have them as long as the subscription lasts. That's the big thing. So at least some of them, I believe, like uh, like Wipeout HD, you get that as long as you're a subscriber. Yeah. Uh, Wipeout HD, Rallycross, yeah. Age of Zombies, Warhawk Fallen, Star Pack, some themes, some fret, so you, some Fat Princess stuff. So I guess you are getting a lot, but. I don't know, it, with all, like, the deals, with, like, the half price off of a $5 game and stuff, I guess I guess there's some, like, there's a $30 one that you get half off. Unless you're 
like saving that much, buying that much stuff, it's I don't, I can't really see why you'd want it. Some of it is kind of cool, I guess. But like, I I do like the fact that you do get free gains, but it kind of sucks that you have to stay on the service. But it makes sense. It does. Well, they're not free. You're spending. Isn't it like fifty bucks? Uh, the service is. It's equivalent to Xbox Live, I believe. I can't remember. Depends on the plan you get. I don't have any of the pricing here for some reason. Wait, there's like different tiers. Yeah, there's um, there's like a well, there's a six month plan or something like that. Oh, okay. But I just like they're trying to bring everyone in with all these like free games, but it's not free. You need to be subscribing. However, didn't they say something like you'd get a copy of Little Big Planet and then you can unsubscribe and it's still yours? Uh, I think that's only in the UK though. Of course it is. I know I just had, I had heard something about that, but anyways, like little like the games they're picking, those games are really old. The first Little Big Planet and Wipeout HD, awesome. You get an infamous full game trial, great. I, I is that locked to uh, plus? I thought it was for everyone. I'm just looking at like this week's, uh, like what's in the the store, and it has infamous full game trial. I thought it was like you got all of infamous if you had PlayStation Plus, because I could have swore you guys they said you get like one f- like new game free a month. Well, Infamous is not a new game. I guess. By by new, I mean they change it up. I don't know. Oh, I see what you mean. Um, like I I don't have very much interest in this at all, so I don't know the full details. But just like I don't know, I can, like I can't see the main selling point to anybody. You're unless you're loving all this free stuff. You, I don't think you're getting your money's worth. Okay, really. sorry. Xbox Live, I'm getting my money's worth because I do want the multiplayer. I don't play it too often, but I do want it. And I take advantage of all those uh, weekly sales quite mm. often. But the weekly sales aren't limited to gold members. They oh. are. On the Xbox Sometimes Live? Sometimes they yeah. are, but not always. Like, the current one is available to silver members. Oh, really? No, I thought, like, the ga- the weekly sales like, were Like, Chime and all that? Gold members. No, I think that one's actually a different. Normally, they have like one one game or one thing on sale. I, I guess they might have two. Recently, sales running, they've been like, doing. A bunch. I was on uh, a silver account yesterday, and there was like Chime and everything was for sale, and Winter Bottom and all that. Like, I'm wondering if maybe that was just like you could see it, but once you selected it, it said, "Oh, you gotta be gold." No, I selected it, and it had the half off price. PV Winter Bottom was 400 points. Right, which is great price. Everyone should pick that up for 400 I should points. probably go download that now after the podcast. Well, you, you can do it at, on the podcast because there's like xbox.com. No, right? that's true. But whatever, I'm not trying to make <laughs> Sorry, guys, that. I'm going to be quiet for a, a while game. as I surf the internet here. But either way, um, I don't know. I just, like, do you know anybody who got excited about this or did do this? I don't know anyone who has done this. My girlfriend probably would if she had the money. Or if she felt the need to, but okay. she doesn't really play online stuff, so... Like, what I could see that... like, well, Okay, what are some things they could give you for free that would make you pay the 50 bucks a month? Uh, a year. 50 bucks a month? I don't think anyone would pay that. Right. Well, they'd have to be giving out some pretty sweet stuff. 
But like, hey, so the fifty bucks a year, what what would you want out of the service? Like better servers. Okay. Uh, actual in-game voice chat or between-game chat. Definitely, like party yeah, chat. Yeah, exactly. Party chat is great. What was the trouble that you and Nathan were having with Uncharted? When Uncharted Two came out, we wanted to play some online together, and we literally could not chat with each other when the game was up. We had to go into the specific chat room and not be in a game. And it literally got to the point where we booted up our 360s, got in a chat, switched the AV cables, and had both of the systems running. Okay, that is just ridiculous. That's just stupid, right? But, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, definitely that. But anything like... For me, example... Um... Like, new games. Like, actual... Like, kind of what downloading... uh, Download content should be. Like, if... If I could turn on my PS3 and a new game that's coming out today is on there I can download, maybe that. So I don't have to go get the box, right? That, that, that'd be a cool feature. Eventually games will get that, but like they should do it right now. Yeah, I don't know. I It's not anything that I would personally pay for at the moment. Maybe in the future, but right now it's just not a priority. Right, and like they need to g- give me... Newer games for free, not a copy of Little Big Planet or Wipeout. Yeah, HD. I mean, like if if you already own the game, you're basically down a bonus. They should at least give you choice if they're going to do something like that. Right, like a selection of three, and like if you own all three, I'm sorry, thanks for being a loyal fan, but we can't do it for everything. Yeah, some or or are you wanting everybody to get like one op one choice? Like go through our whole library and pick one thing. It's yours. That would be awesome. Nice of them. That would, but I I can't see that ever happening. Either way, I'm just not a big fan. Totally not interested in it. Alright, so moving on. Do some Nintendo news here now. Uh, Alright. You know who Shigeru Miyamoto is, right? Uh, No. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay, I so we all know that he's kind of working on Pikmin three on and off, right? Right. So he wants to get that out the door a little faster. Plus, he actually wants to create a brand new franchise, a brand new IP for Nintendo. Way to go! That's exactly what I want. Nintendo. Yeah, because I know, like during the E three one, you were complaining that Nintendo did nothing new, and they didn't really. Kid Icarus was the closest thing, and that's technically not new. I don't know. I'd, I'd say revisiting like a twenty-year-old franchise is. So... Like I like I was saying, it it's close. It's the closest they did, except for like Wii Party. But like, let's be honest, Wii Party is basically Mario Party without Mario. Right, and like, great Wii Party, awesome, more mini games. Anyway, um. Like, I guess it is 20 years old, but still, technically, not new. I guess. However, I guess, like, I, the the one argument you could say is that the gameplay is completely different, right? Yeah, like, it's it's not a 2D... As far as we can tell, it's not a 2D platforming game. Right, it's like an action-adventure. It kind of looks like a mix between, like, a Panzer Dragoon, Dragoon or Rez or something like that, and some sort of action game as well. Right, right. Like, I mean, they've got a year still to pretty much iron it out and make sure it's good to go. Do you think that's going to be a launch game? That was their. Pl- that's what they were talking about. That's supposed to be the. That's the 
opening game, essentially. Okay. Because you know how every game has to have, like, a Mario or a Luigi's Mansion. So I guess, this, yeah, and they, they are planning... Are they planning uh, Mario 64 doing that again? No, uh, they're doing Ocarina of Time and Star Fox 64. I had heard about those two, but I, I thought I read something that uh, Mario 64 is also coming to the 3DS. That I didn't hear. I did hear they were thinking of stuff like Mario World. Oh, okay, no, that's what I read, which that would be really cool. I don't know, does Mario World need a 3D remake? I just think, like, I think it would look... I could play it again, and I think the, uh... Because it, it has all those, like, platforms, I think it would look cool mm. in a 3D environment. I, I guess, but I don't know if I'd be able to play it again, because I play that game to hell and back. But if you're if you're playing it so often as it is, why not play it with a new, like, design front on it? Maybe, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a little wary about the 3DS. I'm afraid that the 3D is going to oh. be a little too gimmicky. Well, keep in mind, it has that slider you can turn yeah. off. And I did read some people talking about that if you didn't actually use the 3D part of it, that you could actually make a lot more powerful games. Yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not sure if this was just the 3DS that you're talking about, but I know that for like the PS3, since that's going almost completely mm. 3D, eventually, like it's just having a huge base right now, um, you need to be processing like 120 frames a second for a 60 frame a second yeah. game. And that, that is taking a huge hit on them. Like, I know uh, some of the MotorStorm developers were saying, yeah, to make this run in 160, we have to be going at 120, and that is lowering the quality of our game. Because they just they can't do that without taking something else away. But it doesn't matter. Sony wants 3D now. Yeah, 3D. Have you actually have you experienced the PS3 on no, 3D No, I haven't yet? looked into it. I, I don't have a 3D TV I, anyways. Right, I was going by like a Sony Experience store when I was down in the states, and they had motor like a. It was basically just like a video stream running of a bunch of different games played. Like it was essentially a trailer, but like an accumulation of a bunch mm-hmm. of games. And they had it in 3D, and I watched MotorStorm. It oh, no no no, it just doesn't look. It doesn't look right. I heard I some know, people say off. the only 3D game that they saw that looked good as 3D was Killzone Three. I didn't see that one. One thing I kind of did like... Oh, I can't remember what the name of it was, but it looked like... I know it's already it's already on the PlayStation Network and stuff, but uh, it's a dual joystick shooter, and you're on like a... I think it may have been that one. I think it may have been that. And that one looked kind of cool in 3D. But I, just, I, just, I don't know. I don't like how Motor, MotorStorm looked. Well, hopefully it works. I just I'm surprised they want such a impact on 3D when like no one has a 3D TV. Well, it, it's like they're pushing it too soon, basically. Or I don't know, like there has that, to be yeah, a big push exactly. before it catches on. I'm just kind right. of worried that this is gonna. But be, like I, this is gonna kind of be like the ahead. Dreamcast of gaming, where it was like super awesome, but it was like before its time. Right, but, you know, it's Sony, so I can see them just having it, and everyone eventually catching up. I, I guess, but Sony's been had a lot of flops lately. Like, look, they tried to get the UMD idea going, that flopped. The PSP Go right. also flopped. Although I'm debating getting one, because I can get it for, like, 100 bucks. 
Like, what are you going to do with the PSP? I don't know. Go. Look at it. Great. That's a really. I don't know. Okay. Like, I'm I'm it on the fence look, about it. it. Nice. I want to see if there's anything I can special I can do with it. Otherwise, it's a worthless purchase. Yeah, you're right. With all those great PSP games, I have a lot of PSP games. Oh. Well, yeah, Persona Three is coming out in a no, couple. Oh, days. is it that soon? Hmm. Yeah, I believe it's that soon. Yeah, I've already got it for PS2. Did you play Some. it? Some. Oh, okay. That seems like a game you just wouldn't have gotten to yet. No, actually, I played. I anyway. got like a month or two in. Oh, okay, cool. Anyway, yeah, 3D. But yeah, new Pikmin. Hope I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I like Pikmin. I actually have not beaten any of the Pikmin. I've played the first one. I only played a bit of the first yeah. one as well. I haven't. I didn't finish it either. But I enjoyed it. Like I yeah, it like I'm gonna go back to Pikmin one and two at some point. I just I didn't like I didn't like the time aspect of the first one, and they removed it in the second one apparently, and they added co-op. So right, I should probably play the second one. I think I actually own the second one. But just never played it. It was really good from what I hear. Yeah, yeah, Then yeah. again, not very many Nintendo games oh, are well. so. You're right. First party, for sure. Alright. Or What do you think the uh, the new character, any ideas what he might come up with? Usually it, it revolves around something he's into lately. And apparently in that same article, they're talking about how Miyamoto's been into swimming lately. I have no idea what his new character is going to be. What are... I don't. I don't know. Like any guesses, uh, like what he might come up with. Like what we've already got uh, action Starfy. adventure. We've already got uh, role playing, essentially. Yeah, RP action RPG. We've already got platforming. Do you think he's going to try to come up with a new genre or like enter into a different genre? Um. I, d- I doubt it. Most of the games are kind of like of his are like platformers or adventure games. Yeah, true enough. But uh, maybe we should actually leave this up to some of the v- listeners to decide. See if they come up with any ideas that people might think of. Or that they can think of that Miyamoto might come up with. Alright, All so right. if you guys have any ideas on what you think Miyamoto might come up with, or have any suggestions, or like just your own speculations, send it into our email address and we'll read it out on the air. Our email address. What's the email address? Is topdownperspective at hotmail dot com. All right, sweet. Yeah, well, we'll re- yeah, definitely. I'll try and think of some. All too. right. Uh, moving on. Uh, Fable three. Are you psyched at all for this? Yeah, I really liked. Fable Did you play too. Fable one? Oh, okay. I did because I have I have them both and I haven't played either yet. I've seen a bunch of Fable two in action. That's about it. Fable 2 is pretty good, and you can get, like, the... F- and they broke it up into those episodes, and you can get the first one for free, which is free points. That's pretty cool, at least. Speaking yeah. of breaking it up, Fable 3 is going to be episodic, apparently, and downloadable. Yeah, that's great. They need to make more games downloadable completely. My main question is, is it going to be from day one? Uh, this has to be shipping shortly afterwards. Uh, it doesn't actually say. The article just says it won't replace the retail version, of course, as it'll be shipping shortly afterwards. Okay, so not day one, then. No. It's soon after the retail launch, we'll, we're doing episodic, is what it says. Okay, We yeah. give away the first chapter entirely that seems... free the first hour. Right, right. 
and like the it like yeah, is it cheaper? Like I'm just reading it. Uh, it, it, it would have to be cheaper because you don't have to worry about packaging costs then at that point. Right, right, and it yeah, it's going straight. Yeah, to the you don't have to worry about a middleman like a retail sale. So logically, it would probably be cheaper. I think that's great. Like, first off, games being cheap always good. However, I really like having a big library. Yeah. Another thing that bugs me, like, what happens so I, if your hard drive gets wiped? Uh, with Xbox Live, it's tracked on your account that you've purchased it, so you okay, can re-download yeah, it. Covers that then. So that's like with arcade games, you can get, you can always delete them off to get more room, and then just re-download them if you need them again. Yeah, then I guess really the only problem is you can't really just take it and go to your friend's house unless you like bring your whole hard drive with you. Exactly. Right. Right. Uh, however, they, with the whole like uh, USB sticks now, that maybe that's just your issue, issue. Just plug in a USB stick and take it with you. That's true too. Now that you can carry up to like 16 gigs, isn't it? And that the, is 32 or 16? 16, 16 I believe. Part? Okay, all right, all right, all right. Actually, no, maybe right with 32. I don't. Know. And I doubt. I, either way, that's there's no way Fable Three is going to be more than 16 gigs. Well, is have they said if it's a two disc game or a one disc game? Uh, I have no idea. I'd have to assume it's a one-disc game. Like, the first one... Or sorry, the second one was a one-disc game, and that was still a pretty big mm, I, game. I, knowing Molyneux, I'd figure they'd try to top themselves on this one, though. I'm sure they are. They've, like, they're talking about a ton of different stuff, and it has Kinect support, doesn't it? Uh, probably. I believe they've been talking about it having some Kinect support, which, that could be a completely different thing. Who knows what that would be. Um... Still, I can't see it hitting 16 gigs in any way. The biggest game I have on my hard drive is Burnout Paradise, which I think is around 6. That's because of all the DLC. Or did you install it? Yeah, and just... I didn't install it. No, that's just like with how you need to get all the updates. And I think all the updates give you all that free DLC. So... And that hits like 6 gigs or something. Okay. Either way, I episodic. That's really cool. I I think that's awesome. Uh, and the the fact that they're giving away the free one always yeah. great. That's a great it, way to have a demo. Yeah, it's a demo. The demo was the actual game, and you can. Uh, they say that like, you can just like they'll, a prompt will come up say thank you for playing the pilot. Do you want to continue or buy the next chapter? Right. That's how the demo. That's how the episodes for the second one worked. But what's what I really like about these kind of demos is my issue with demos a lot of the time is. I don't want to have to play that section mm. again. Um, so, like, what, a, like a side little side note, a cool thing that the Crackdown demo did is it had achievements in it, but they were they would only unlock once you got the retail disc. So if you accomplished a bunch of the achievements, then put the game in, a bunch would just pop oh, up. That's pretty you. cool. Like that's a that was a cool idea. Um, so what the cool thing about having the f- whole first one done for you is once you do that and you, and you decide if you want to or not, if you say yeah then you don't have to play that again. You just get the second piece. And you can stop at any time. You don't need to get all five. You can just get, like, the second episode, and you're good. That is a really cool idea. I do like this whole concept. And it's a good way to treat episodic games, too. Yo, just always give out the first one? Well, yeah, like, give out, like, the part, and then if as it's basically a demo. Because you can't really do a demo of an episodic game. 
Right, because they constantly are rebuilding it. Yeah, or they're like or not super rebuilding short. it, but trying to do some new stuff. Yeah, like Half Life Two Episode One. I'll use that as an example because it was about three to five hours long. How would you do a demo of a game like that? Like maybe a five to ten minute short section. But but yeah, with this, like a timed yeah, demo. Yeah, but with this, you've got a section that's like the actual game, and I don't know. I just think it's a really good marketing idea. Well, another thing is because with that first, they're giving you basically what the game is. They're giving you the final product mm. for free. You know that that demos part is going to be a high yeah. quality, and they're going to be putting a ton of like great, I don't, I don't know, like set pieces, but great moments into that first bit. Because they, yeah, they've got to sell you on it. Otherwise, you're not going to buy the rest. Yeah, and like you know, nothing is going to change, so nothing can be broken in that demo. There you go. Alright, so yeah, definitely sold on that idea. And Fable 3 is supposed to be like October or something like that? It's pretty soon, yeah. October, I believe, was what the date that they announced in, uh, in E3. They didn't talk about it too much during no, the No, they pretty much just showed the trailer. Actually. Right, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I, I really liked the second definitely, game. Definitely, yeah. I don't know. I'll eventually get to Fable 1 and 2. But uh, let's move on to another Microsoft franchise. Halo, your favorite game. Favorite the game. most. Uh, we all know that Bungie is supposedly finally done making Halo games because Reach is supposed to be the last one. Right. They signed on with Activision, so it's not supposedly they're done. No. Uh, oh yeah, I guess because they're no, gonna finally work on a new franchise. They are because I I remember when it happened. It happened like the week after Infinity Ward, like the big scandal yeah. there went down. So it was just kind of hard hitting. Like, oh crap, Bungie's going on. Like, didn't that just anyway? Yeah, it's happened. Okay, so basically a new studio is jumping on, and it's going to be 343 Industries are going to be working on the next Halo game. Now, did, I forgot what you told me earlier. Did, have they made anything? Sort of. They've been involved in a lot of Halo stuff, but not much in the way okay. of games. Like, uh, they worked on Halo Waypoint. Uh, okay. They worked on some of the videos and adaptation of novels. Like, they were involved in Halo Legends. Uh, a bunch of the books. That is that the anime yeah. one? They okay. worked together with Robot Entertainment, apparently, for Halo Wars. Okay. So, just the furthest things Yeah, from like, it. Halo Wars is basically the only game that, uh... That they've Which done? is weird, because I could have swore it was Ensemble that did Halo Wars. Uh, uh, apparently, they're a f- well, they may have had... Sorry, go ahead. They may have had a couple studios working on mm. it. Yeah, Halo Reach had a couple three for three industries employees. Is what I was about to say. So, yeah, developers of Halo Wars was Ensemble. I'm just looking at the page now. I don't see anything about three four three. Probably just a couple people yeah, from like their group or something like that, or they formed into that because Ensemble disbanded afterwards. Okay, I'm sure some did stay yeah. on then, yeah. But either way, like, they haven't been involved in too much game-wise, but they're pretty involved in, like, the backstory of the Halo universe. So I guess that means they are doing more stuff after well, Halo Reach. It's it's basically Microsoft's Mario. Right, like, of course it's going to happen, but I guess this just kind of yeah. cements it. 
I'm just surprised what's going to come out of it, considering they they worked on the games that kind of weren't Halo mm. games. Well, like, are they going to make a new shooter after Bungie's not working on it is what I'm more curious about. Like, you think they're going to go, like, a complete jo- different Maybe. genre? Maybe. Well, what? Halo Wars was a completely different genre. Right, but I can't. I didn't think that was big enough for people that pe- to warrant like a sequel. Yeah, I don't know. And now that these are the main Halo guys, I'm assuming like Microsoft would want them to be working on a shooter. Yeah, well, the shooters are always what sell the best. And uh, the article right. here even talks about how they're hiring for the next Halo game. So if yeah, the next yeah, it's like join three four three Industries and be be a part of Halo history. So if, okay. if there's anyone listening that's a good programmer, artist, anything like that, you might be able to get a job working on the next Halo if you play your cards right. Right, yeah, and they got like 15 new positions, but yeah, I just, I don't want that much more Halo. Well, there's going to get to, like, if if they start manhandling it after Bungie's gone, then Microsoft's going to have to do something with it, put it to rest or get a different studio on it. I guess, but you know, it doesn't even matter if they do a bad job. Everyone's gonna buy the game. Well, yeah, as we've seen from as long yeah, as it says like ODST sold good, Halo Wars sold okay. Did it? I wasn't. I like, of course it did. Yeah, it has Halo. I don't know if they're gonna make a sequel, but I mean, it sold decently. Reach will probably sell really good because of how how far out they're going on it. Of course, yeah, and they had like the beta and everything, so everyone that did have ODST has already experienced. Yeah, and that boosted reach. a lot of ODST sales too, is because of Reach. Of course, yeah, yep, yep. I don't know. I guess hopefully they make a good game. They have like they haven't really been making a, the core Halo games, but hopefully they can do it. Otherwise, fans are gonna get upset. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we'll have to wait and see because it's. If they're only if they're still hiring for it, it's at least like a year off, if not more. Oh yeah. So we're course, probably not even going to hear anything about what this new Halo game is until next E3. Yeah, you think that's where they like reveal Maybe. it? Maybe. I thought there's going to be some like no. I was going to say there might be some sneak preview in Reach, but I doubt they do that because it's Bungie. Yeah, I, I doubt it. Yeah, Bungie's probably just going to wrap it up pretty tight. Like, they already have, like, it's not like they can, like, set it up for a sequel, because that's a Yeah, prequel. like, Halo Reached, you already know how it ends, which is the whole tagline of it. Exactly. So, I don't know. I d- yeah, I doubt they'll do, like, a trailer after the credits or in, the, in a, sp- a menu buried I'm sure somewhere. there'll be some, like, crazy thing if you beat the game on Legendary, like there is in all the Halo games. Oh, is well, there? In Halo 1 and 3, there's, like, a little bit after the ending if you beat it on Legendary. I forget if there's oh, okay. anything in Halo 2. Because there was already a bit after the credits anyway. I would so. not know. Okay. Alright. Alright, moving on to the last piece of news and jumping back to Sony. Uh, Heavy Rain. It was a game that all three of us were kind of pumped for for a while. Nathan does well, not Well, because really he's like actually had time to think about it. What, I don't know. What like, do you mean? It was fun to play and like it was... but. Did you ever go back and play it again? You you specifically said that you were never going to play it again, or was that Nathan? 
That was Nathan. He, like his big issue was like I, he just didn't like how the story ended up going. I guess mine was I I can't see myself going back to playing it again just because I kind of I don't know. I guess I don't really have a very good reason. It's mainly I have other stuff I need to be playing. Yeah, I meant to eventually go back and get all the other endings and see how the story could have gone, but I didn't end up doing it for some reason. Like I started and then I was like, eh. Because I kind of wanted to see. Okay. So what's the, what's this news? Uh, the news basically is that you know Heavy Rain was supposed to have a, like a bunch of DLC. It was supposed to have all these other stories, basically setting up background stories for all the other characters. The game came out with one for uh, Madison. And I think there was supposed to be another one right, involving yeah. Nathan. I, they probably have one for yeah, each of them. I, th- I think there was supposed to be three. I guess I guess everybody except the dads would have been. Yeah, I don't really see how you could have done anything for or, Ethan. Actually, with Ethan, I guess since he has those blackouts, which they never really explain. Yeah, they, they kind of grazed uh, the explanation of the blackouts. And it was basically a red herring. Exactly. I guess maybe they could do more with the blackouts. But uh, apart from that, you know who's a bit, Shelby's would be the easiest because he was like a cop. Yeah. So I'm sure he did other. Same with um. Oh, I thought his name was Nathan, but I don't name. think that's right. I don't know. It's not Nathan. Uh. Jaden. I can't. Was it Jaden? That sounds more familiar. Either way, like the FBI guy, those two I think would be the easiest to do a, another one. Yeah, uh, his name is Jaden. And they had a they had a bunch planned. They had a bunch planned, but uh, um, so it got it got pushed um, back, right? Possibly canceled. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was uh, just it's delayed. delayed, possibly canceled, and you know why? No, because of the PlayStation Move. Yeah, they're adding in PlayStation Move support, which is kind of cool. But as a result, they have to start stop working on the DLC because their Quantic Dreams kind of a small company. So all their resources are going towards adding the Move set up for when the Move gets released later this year. And as a result, DLC is being stopped, delayed, if not canceled. Great, that's just what I want. I know. I would rather new content. well, okay. Would move support bring you back to the game? No. Okay. If you liked the move, would it bring you back to the game? Maybe. Probably not. Like, Heavy Rain was a game where you needed a bunch of quick reactions, and I'd feel like I'm be I'm having, like, a spastic attack if I would be playing the game with the move. <laughs> Just whipping yeah. your arm. Ah! Um, what I'm kind of worried about is if that thing is not... St- precise, like, there's a lot of times where you need to be moving the analog stick yeah. really slowly, or your character dies, if it's not, if it, like, juts, or, like, it stops tracking for a second and then catches you somewhere else and moves your cursor quickly there, like how the Wii does that every now and then, that's, it's gonna throw you off completely. Yeah, and then, like, there's the other points where, like, how would you do move controls for, like, pressing X to Jason? Like, do you hold the, like, the remote up to your mouth and just scream at the move, or...? Well, it doesn't have a microphone in it, but it does have that, uh, that navigator controller, which has more buttons on yeah, it. Yeah, true, which is sold separately. As long as, like, 
what? Oh man, I guess are they gonna? You're gonna need both, or you just? It, it's gonna be like the Wii and Nunchuck. I know, but there's. I can see a lot of. I think a lot of companies are doing just the move by itself, because that's how they've been showing off a lot of the stuff, mm, haven't they? True, but I'm sure like eventually it's gonna become like the Nunchuck, where people are just gonna need it because they need the extra buttons to make it a more right. complex game. Right for a lot of like the kill zone yeah. for sure. I just don't. I just like this game. You didn't need that. I... Okay, here's one thing that I just thought of. When it came to the parts where your hands were like a pretzel, how's that going? That's do what it? I'm wondering too. Because that was like there was the time where you had to press like seven or eight buttons. Right. All I can really think of is they're going to make you have to like move. They're going to make you do the macarena in a certain way, like like. <laughs> So you don't get electrocuted. Exactly. That. If you can, if you can well, dance your way out. Maybe. Well, can it? Can the um like it's only one camera, right? It's the PlayStation Eye, yeah. so it can't uh, register depth. Uh, I guess it's just gonna like, I don't know. Maybe we're just gonna have to like twist your arm in like a certain pattern in order to get through. It, it's gonna be like follow like the line or something weird like that. Something like that, or just like quickly do a counterclockwise turn you know, do like an up throw and do like a push down or something like that I don't know but I can see a lot of a lot more arrows yeah I, I don't really see that being an improvement to the game and I just I just don't because there's there are part where there's guns involved I just really don't want it to be like are you going to shoot the guy or are you going to put the move back in your pocket so you don't hide it behind your body so the camera can't sense the light Oh man, I really hope there are no games like that. There's probably going to be. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm really not excited for this to be honest. No, I'm not really excited about the move at all. Maybe if there's a killer app for it, like what was that sorcery game I think everyone's been talking about? Sorcery did look good, but like I get most of my motion control stuff from the Wii. I like and I don't play that like that crazy Wii game, and most of the best Wii games use the motion controls very subtly. Like it, does, like Mario Galaxy, you're just pointing to pick up star bits. Yeah, true enough. That's that's your that's your motion control. So I just, I don't know. I guess we're gonna have to see. Like it. I don't really get the move that off that much. It, really. It's going to be a case of like same with like the connect. It's got to be I've got to use it to be sold on it. I suppose, but the connect is at least something drastically different. Connect is basically an eye the move toy. Move is just right, but one that works well. That we can tell. Whereas, and and whereas the move is just a more accurate we. I don't know. Like uh, I was watching some videos on the Connect from like some reviewers I will follow, like Spoonie, and uh, they they did a demo of like the game party. I think it was for uh, the Connect, and the guy there flat out admitted it doesn't pick up black. Like there was oh. like one of the guys in the demo was wearing like a black leather jacket, a black shirt, black pants, and he had like dark hair. And uh, it wasn't picking him up. That's really that's quite odd. No, that can't be right because I've like seen tons of E3 videos of people wearing black shirts and it picking it up. It must have been like a lighting. Maybe thing. I don't know, but like the developer said, was this, this at so. E3? This was or? at E3. Yeah, I can send you the link to the video after. And the if developer you want. said that. 
Yeah, maybe I'll take a look at that. That just seems really odd, because I have seen videos of it working with black. Then again, from what I've heard, E3 isn't the best place to be showing off that kind of stuff, just because of, like, the lighting and the settings around the place are just yeah, terrible. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Like, remember the, the whole uh, showing off Skyward Sword didn't work because of all the light and stuff? The Wii itself doesn't work that great with light anyway, so... Guess we'll have to find out. Maybe we'll get to try it at PAX. I'm really, I'm looking forward to getting to try these. I, I hope they have something like that at PAX. I'm sure Connect's going to be there, and I would love to try that out. Yeah, I gotta make sure to pay for my ticket tonight. I should probably. You don't get have one your ticket yet? Well. No. Is well, that no, like no, 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 no. Like, well, clearly, if late? I'm making sure I get mine, it'll be fine. But yeah, I have to get one of those. It's like fifty yeah. bucks or something, right? So it's not that bad. Yeah. Okay. By the way, we'll be at PAX if you couldn't tell. Yeah, um, maybe doing some PAX-related podcasts. We'll have to see about then, but we're all three of us are going to PAX this year. All right. West West PAX, not East PAX. Oh, yeah, East PAX has already happened anyways. Oh, yeah, that's a March thing, isn't it? Yeah, like, that was months ago. Right, right. A weird time. Anyway... Anyways, that's it for that's the, it for news. That's it for the news. So let's move on to mail. All right, we got two emails here. By the looks of it, one from Mike J. He's got two questions for us this time. Okay. Let's hear All right. Uh, what is your general opinion on MMO type games? Uh, okay. So I don't I don't play too many uh, PC games, which is where the most of them, whereas where they mainly all mm-hmm. are. Uh, I do like uh, I do like interaction with uh, like people on my friends list though for sure. Uh, a lot of the time, like uh, I guess Fable Two for example, where you can see the person kind of like run by you, I enjoy that. Yeah, like uh, I haven't really done much MMO stuff. Borderland, no, that was FPS RPG. Never mind. Uh, yeah, I've really done next to nothing in MMO. I've played one MMO, and that was like Ragnarok Online back, like, years ago. Right, okay, yeah. I get, I guess Borderlands is kind of a close one, but not massively massively multiplayer. Like, it does have kind of just, like, here's a job, go do the job with some of your friends. Yeah, and that's not really massively, because there's, like, four. Like, it's not a full-blown world where you bump into, like, a million different bricks. Or, exactly, Lilith or anything. Yeah, I don't know. I, just, I guess the issue is that I just don't really play computer games, but when they do incorporate like a lot of people on at once, I do like it. Like like I said, with Fable 2, when you could set it to anybody and there was just tons of little orbs around, I was like, alright, this is pretty cool. I can see what other people are doing and follow them around. Yeah, like I like the concept of MMOs. It's a good way to be social and it's a good way to get casual people involved in the games. They're just not my thing. Oh, okay. Like, you're just completely... I'm not against them. Like, I just don't like playing them. Oh, okay. I don't know. Like, it's just... Maybe it's just because all the single-player games I used to play as a kid are just, like, multiplayer stuff. I prefer, like, the more closer multiplayer interaction, stuff like that, rather than being in, like, a server full of thousands of people and all, like, working towards the same goal. I guess, yeah. Like, I definitely, like, if I was to play an MMO, I would still just want to hang out with, like, the same couple people and do stuff with just them. 
and it would get to the point where just everyone I saw is basically an NPC to me because I'm not interacting yeah. with them. So, like, I, I think they're good, but yeah, yeah. the addiction factor is also another thing, too. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other story, yeah. though. <laughs> Second part of his question is, uh, okay, have you well, ever played any, and if so, did you like the game? And I think we both pretty much answered I guess that. We, we guess we kind of ad- addressed that one, yeah. I don't, so, no, we didn't really play Absolutely. them. I don't think I'd have anything against them, though, if I were to play them. I just They're all on the PC. Yeah, I played one, and it, like I said, it didn't really do much for me. All right. Yeah, that was also Ragnarok Online, though. Isn't that like a web-based PC game? Well, no, it's not like a browser game. Like it's a browser it's an actual one? download game. Oh, okay. I thought that was no, a no. It was a Korean MMO. Game. I uh, okay. I know a little bit about Ragnarok, but I guess not enough. No, it was it was kind of fun. I played on like a private server with a bunch of people I knew, so it was more fun in that sense. At the same time, it just got boring. Okay. It was the same thing over and over again. It was too monotonous, and that's probably my main issue with a lot of MMO stuff, too, is that it's monotonous. Okay, I, I guess I can see that, yeah. And, like, it's weird saying this, because, like, I play a bunch of RPGs every now and then, which is, like, a lot of grinding, but... I don't know, I just find it way too boring. Maybe that's mainly why it's not my thing. And I guess a lot of people do the same thing. They say it's boring, but it's the interaction with other people that makes it more interesting. I don't know. I don't right. know. It, it's each their own. It's just not my game style. Like okay. I don't play much computer stuff either. So. Alright. Okay, and the next email you had. Okay. Uh, what is your guys' opinion on sim games? It's This comes to us from KOK. Who is this one from? Alright. Uh, so does he mean like, like Sims three and like the Sims? Sims games? He's referring to everything from Sims to Roller Coaster Tycoon to Harvest Moon. Anything that allows you to be the commander of something and have complete control in an almost sandbox environment. Okay, I really like Animal Crossing. Uh, I like Harvest Moon, which goes completely against I, the I monotonous like thing I just well. talked about. I don't know. There's. Harvest Moon is kind of like a variety of games. Like you have your the farming stuff, then you have the social interaction stuff. So there is like a bit of a variety to those games. I haven't played much Harvest Moon, but I do enjoy them. And I really like Animal Crossing. Um, I don't really like The Sims. Not a huge Sims fan. Yeah. Um, I, I played Sims 1. I liked Sims 1, and then... I never got into Sims 2 or 3, and I've had some bad issues with the Sims games, so... Pers- what are uh, Personal issues? stuff I, I don't want to talk about, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> it ruined um, my life. I didn't... I never really played uh, the Roller Coaster Tycoon ones, just not really interested. I guess this goes back to PC games again. Um, but I guess... It, like it can't be too simulation. Once you're getting to t- too realistic, uh, I find it's not it's not a fun game anymore. It's not a game. Like simulation racing, I don't I don't like that at all. Yeah, like well, it's it's a way to escape like the limits of reality. Basically, that's what sim games are. You get to do things that you can't normally do, but within within no, that's what video yeah, but games with are. this is with like the locked rules of realism. Right, but if I wanted enough realism so that it's a simulation of that thing, 
why don't I just do that thing? Well, would you be able to drive a Ferrari around on a racetrack? Okay, yeah, I see your point. But I would rather drive the Ferrari off a jump and do a barrel <laughs> roll with, like, crazy fire than I would around a racetrack for three hours. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Simulation racing games are dumb. They have their appeal. That's the best way to put it. I don't get. I don't. I don't get them at all. Uh, let's see what other parts of the question here. Do you think that sim games like Black and White should be made more? I never played Black and White. It was like. Uh, I'm assuming you actually, did. No, I didn't. I know about it though. Oh, okay. Yeah, Black and White I, was okay. the basically what Molyneux made before Fable. Right. Yeah, I've I've heard about it. I just never played it. It was basically like you could be a good god or a bad god, and you had a beast that you controlled and like taught from the ground up. You basically ba- made like a baby demigod and turned it into like a good god to help the people, or you could be like destroy everything. So fable? Yeah, kinda. Except more of a like a okay. strategy kind of thing, or like strategy game kind of controls. Okay. All right. Yeah, actually, even, uh, Ko even throws in a description here. Black and white is a great sim game where you're a god and can do all the godlike things, but you are limited down a bit. You can kill all your people by throwing them into a into a big boulder and hearing their bones crush and their screams. But you had a bit of a limit. Black and white two fixed most of the issues, but you were still tied down. All right. The, see, all what right. I'm getting at is when a sim game is made, the limits that some set not be there because of gameplay or storytelling. I think you're going to need limits in all of it, just so the like, if... Um, you need limits this? in a game to focus the player a bit, because if you give the person too much to do, you get information overload and you just lose interest. That... That's what I was gonna say. If you it kind of if you can do everything with no direction, yeah. I would find it boring. That's kind of my issue with. Open I think at that games. point, it right like that's what I was thinking. And I think if like if they had made it, if they make an open world game that doesn't have a purpose, I think you're just getting into kind yeah, of a tech, tech demo, demo or just a pure sandbox game. Right, which as you noticed, there isn't like there is no just pure sandbox game. There's always a story. There's always something yeah. for you to be doing. I don't know, like, uh, yeah, like I said, limits should be there to focus the player more. It, it's a, a design, it's basically a design decision that you need to keep the player focused. Because, I, I don't know, I like the exactly, idea yeah. of basically being let free to do whatever you want, but at the same time, like, I would lose, I'm repeating myself. Yeah. Exactly. I, I think we got our point across. You do need limits, and just... It, and I guess with my kind of with my point earlier, if you make the game too real, it's no longer a game. Well, what about heavy rain in the sense that, like, do you mean realistic graphically or realistic what you can do in like? Uh, I think like, like you said, you're complaining about sim like racing. What you can? Yeah, like I I don't get the appeal of that at all. I'm sorry, sim racing sucks, and I'm gonna keep coming back to that because sim racing is terrible. <laughs> But then, on the other hand, like Rock Band 3 with the guitar. 
That Are you going to get that the crazy 102 button guitar? I'm super interested in that. Not that I have any interest in learning guitar. That just seems like a lot of fun. Which is a weird thing, right? Either way, you... Yeah, like I said, you need some limitations in order to keep the person in- interested. And it would also be really hard to let you do almost anything you wanted in the game. Yeah, that would require, like... Like, from a programming standpoint. A lot standpoint. of programming concentration. Like, having written design docs before for games... You really gotta narrow it down. If you make it too broad, you you lose focus when you're making the game, let alone when pers- people are gonna play it. Right. And they're like, there are invisible walls for a reason in games. I guess yeah. that's a good way of putting it. Alright, All right. Uh, that's it for the questions. So, if you guys got anything you want to email in, or if you want to respond to our question from earlier in the podcast, what's the email address? What? I can't remember it. No, I'm kidding. Top down perspective at hotmail.com. All right. That's yeah. Interest. Respond to our. What was our question again? Uh, who do you think Miyamoto's character, new character, might be? Any ideas what it could be, and any suggestions on what you think, or what would you recommend for a new character? I'll try and think of some too. All right. So this is it for the top down perspective. My name is Jonathan, and once again, I have a bad haircut. Uh, I you are what? I hate you so much right now